I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we've started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Daybreak. Day <laughs> you want to believe it can be daybreak. Oh, I love a good Barry Manilow tune. Yes. <laughs> so does Miss Beverly Sutton. As, as we've seen. Oh, this movie is just like, it's just a delight from beginning to end. Yeah. And it's one of those things that if someone doesn't like it, I just don't like them. It's very, very <laughs> it's one of those. Yeah. It really is. It's it's like one in it's probably in my top ten of movies you have to like for me to like you. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's definitely it's, it's yeah. up there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's I would say probably my favorite John Waters movie. Definitely. Which I mean, there's a lot to choose from, but I there's something about this one that just hits every single button. It's got yeah, it's um, it's got like a little bit of mainstream like appeal, mm-hmm. unlike some of his like really early films, while right. still being really nuts. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it's kind of like we talked about Orphan. It's like how did this movie you know oh my get made God. to some degree? You know, I it's, still can't believe it got made. Yeah, it, it, and and with such a big name cast too. Yeah. I mean, it's. And I had heard, I think he was trying to get, like, I think on his list of people to play Beverly, he had, like, mm. Susan Sarandon and Sally right. Field and all these big names. And I guess they all turned him down. And then here comes Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Turner, yeah. I heard, was like, like, Meryl Streep and Kathy Bates and Glenn Close, apparently. Wow. That's, that's, that's what Wikipedia says, anyway, but who knows? I mean, it's, it's definitely possible. Yeah, but none of them would have been anywhere near as brilliant as Kathleen Turner is in in this movie. I think it's no, she's probably perfect, yeah. one of her best performances. Actually, I mean, it's it, yeah, it's, she, she just she's, she's perfect in this. It's like this and like Peggy Sue got married for mm-hmm. me, and I guess other things. But yeah, Body everything heat, she's in is yeah. pretty much great. Body Heat, yeah, oh, she's uh, so good. Oh. I watched rewatched War of the Roses the other day. I hadn't seen that since oh, I was a I kid. Oh, I love that movie. It's so good. It's, it's so really great. good. I forgot how like. Just fantastic, and she just steals the show. But yeah, she's so good, man. Fabulous, and she plays in this movie everything so straight, and I think that's why it's so. That's great why it works. Too. I remember yeah. reading some reviews that said they didn't like it because she plays it so straight, and I'm like, but mm-hmm. that's why it works. <laughs> like, right. That's that's why it's camp, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you had her going around like, oh, I'm gonna go kill some people, yeah, then it just wouldn't yeah. work. But she's she, right. she plays it like it's a drama, and it's great. Right. <laughs> like, it's... I think people felt bad about, like, laughing at her because <laughs> she's playing it so straight. But at the same time, it's, like, it's it's okay to, like, like have layers here and yeah, have her be, like... what she wants you, you know? to do. Like, it's... Yeah. <laughs> it's such a brilliant performance. And I do think that if some of these other actresses had been cast, it wouldn't have worked quite as well. I don't think so. Um, like, I could see... Kathy Bates maybe like putting her spin on this. But, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody's like Meryl Streep. I would not I'm just, like. I just. I don't, I don't think. I think Meryl Streep would be too goofy. Like she'd be too yeah. like. I'm in on the joke, guys. Which can work yeah, for some stuff, true. but that's true. Like as we saw with like Mamma Mia, uh, forced camp doesn't really work. You know, mm. where it's yeah. just yeah. it's just 
just like, aren't we all really goofy and having a great time? Isn't this a blast to watch? I'm like, not really. Like, I'm glad y'all are having fun, but I'm not. You hate that movie more than like I anyone I know. I so <laughs> I'm sorry. I really hate that movie. I don't get it. And there's like a cult that's obsessed with this movie. Yeah. I think yeah. I might be more frightened of them than the Trumpers. It's a scary cult. <laughs> um, <laughs> because they live their lives based on this movie and i'm like what are you yeah. getting out of this yeah, there's yeah. there's no plot there's no character like it's just abba songs which are great but yeah. they're being sung by people that sound like they're at like drunken karaoke happy hour and i'm like i don't understand it yeah it would have been nice if they could have cast some people who could actually sing you know um well i mean they did but... have pierce brosnan and his his voice is lovely <laughs> oh god <laughs> if you need me call me it's a I'm like, get your emphysema in check. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Oh, it's it's something. Like, why are you screaming at me with tears? (laughs) Stew, more like a like a light soup. (laughs) It was a drive-by fruiting. Oh God. Oh oh, that movie just gives me hives. But I like the sequel. (laughs) Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I don't know why. I'm more kind of just neutral on both of them. Um, like, I'll put them on every, like, ten years or so, but that's about yeah. it. <laughs> How has Serial Mom not been turned into a musical? Oh, like, it my seems... God. It is itching to be musicalized, I as know. most Ooh, John yeah. Waters films are. This Weirdly enough. Are, are there any? <laughs> that's, there's Crybaby. They did um, Crybaby and Hairspray. Hairspray, of course, uh, yeah. But, like, most of his films I could easily see as musicals. Like, he has a very yeah. musical vibe. I, I, I don't know what it is about his work but it just it screams like sing me you know i don't know right there's so much to unpack in this movie because every scene is a gem i really like if someone asked me what is your favorite scene in in this i don't think i could answer right because every scene has something delightful yeah so many one-liners and quotes and um just little moments that like you might miss on the first time around but then you go Mm -hmm. back and watch it again you're like oh okay that's that's really funny (laughs) um my favorite bit though <laughs> and everybody always misses this is is yeah. when <laughs> beverly has stolen the van and, yeah. and she passes her family and she's chasing scotty and they go scotty and then it goes Wah! and they're like mom and she passes them and she's waving to them <laughs> uh, yeah like, yeah <laughs> And you don't really see it when right. you first watch it. But right. the first time I saw it, I was like, that's the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. It's so good. It's just like, hi, I'll be back in a bit. It's so great. <laughs> and I always forget that, like, her husband is also a little bit of a masochist, like, in the dentist office. Oh, yeah. Like, when he was, like, he seemed to be enjoying just, like, causing pain. Is very, like, little shop of horrors there. Um, He's worse than the dentist in the marathon, man. Just kind of drawing attention to the fact that, like, yeah, maybe she's doing terrible things, but, like, so is everybody else in the world, and they're not getting yeah. really, you know, uh, chastised as much for it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what John Waters was trying to say with this movie. Um, <laughs> Suburbia is a dark and twisted place. Maybe it's it's kind of like what Desperate Housewives would sort of do later on. Just that kind yeah. of idea of, you know, these people seem, like, picture perfect, but it's usually the ones that look the most perfect that are probably the closest to snapping at at any given second (laughs) right yeah it's just too much pressure you know yeah 
it's like you relate to this character to some degree, mm-hmm. even though she's doing these terrible things. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, 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 there's a sense of like that repression of everything. And uh, even her like her taste in horror movies, she feel like she has to like hide it. And she has that whole yeah. murder scrapbook and everything. And it's um, it's a really interesting, interesting character. Yeah. I mean, it's because the people that she's killing are people who kind of suck. So, yeah, you're yeah. like, well. I mean, like, it's not like she's killing someone super innocent, you know? Like, I right. I would say maybe Scotty is the only one that she kills that's sort of like, I don't know if he really deserved that necessarily. Right. Because he just sort yeah. of happened to witness a murder. Yeah, true, true. And he prob- probably gets, like, the most brutal death of the film, too. It's to pretty, be, yeah, you know, being set on fire there, yeah. F- fire yeah. in a concert. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, good lord. I mean, the woman who checks out Annie, I don't know if she deserved that, uh, well, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> I, she likes the movie Ghost Dad, so I don't know. Uh, she true. might have that's had true. it coming. And especially now with the whole Bill Cosby, the Bill Cosby thing, joke. that yeah, shit that's... plays even better. Like, <laughs> I just love Bill Cosby pictures. I'm like, oh, yeah. well, okay. Because yeah. he was the, the family man back then and uh, not so much anymore. John Waters knew what was up. He knew. He, he was, was like, one day this joke is really going to land super mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Give it 20-something yeah. years. and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he does a good job of, like, uh, I mean, everything is so ridiculously heightened, but, like, mm-hmm. you do care about the characters to, yeah. to a degree. Um, mm-hmm. It's not just pure over the top i mean it, i don't know it is camp but it's also there's a little bit of character development here with these the kids especially i would yeah. say yeah i think what really makes it work is the fact that this is clearly a very loving and supportive family so yeah they're yeah. not really that dysfunctional as a family come to think of it uh-huh. like they're not really dysfunctional their mom clearly has some issues but like <laughs> But they do love each other. Like, as a family unit, they are very much functional. They support one another. Mm -hmm. And it's actually very refreshing to see that on screen. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, there's some teachers. I wish my mom had, like, run over. I mean, that would have been great. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it almost all plays out like a fantasy. Like, the... Right. Like... You see, like, um, a typical mom would, like, think to do these things, but she mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily do them. But, like, yeah, yeah it, like, if someone made fun of the mom's kid, like, mm-hmm. obviously she's going to go kill him. You know, it's, it's or at least want to kill him. I mean, it's, it's, so it's like you're just seeing these impulses play out as if there's no uh, block to that. It's like that scene in uh, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle where Peyton goes after the kid that's making fun of the, um, the girl like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's insane but you're yeah. kind of like that was kind of a good move like i wish i could do that yeah. so like it's kind yeah. of this like wish fulfillment kind of thing yeah, totally, going on here totally she's a good mom okay she's a really good mom i mean i wish <laughs> like I-, I wish everybody's mom was this supportive yeah you can't say she's not supportive i'll tell you she's that so supportive i love that yeah. This is a film uh, about family values, damn it. I, I, I it really think so. That's why we picked it this month, right? <laughs> uh, with our kids, Ricky Lake and Matthew Lillard. Oh, my God. What Youngins. a great 90s pairing. You start off and you, you got the family. And like you said, they're the perfect little nuclear family. For the most part, they seem to get along pretty well. I, I get the sense that maybe Beverly wants to spend more time with her husband um, mm-hmm. because he's, he's working a lot and gets called off and she wanted to go bird watching and she of course she didn't get to birds she loves, she loves it so it. much good for her, good for her. 
We all need our hobbies. That's it's such sure. a it's such a stuffy kind of <laughs> hobby. <laughs> Watching birds, but I love it. But yeah, she's the pretty much the perfect suburban mom. Mm-hmm. She makes with a little bit of a dark secret. You know. Yeah, yeah. Mm, she does. She does. Fruit uh, salad for breakfast. I've never heard of that, mm-hmm. but okay. Fruit salad. I guess that's yummy, a thing. Yummy. Maybe um, it's like a Baltimore thing. I don't know. That that's true. There's some weird shit going on in Baltimore, like yeah. all the time. It seems like, but. Mm. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a it's a lovely breakfast, except for the fact yep. that there's this damn fly that's just going everywhere oh, that's and why. <laughs> landing on toast and stuff. So Beverly gets a little uh, <laughs> little SWAT happy, and uh, I was gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, she swats this fly with a, a lot of rage that must just be built up inside of her. Yeah, it, it and, ran uh, into my swatter. It ran yeah. into my swatter five times. <laughs> <laughs> The fly had it coming, and uh, and so we immediately see that things might not be quite as perfect. You know, she's got a little yeah. bit of a dark side. She takes a little too much joy in swatting this fly that's terrorizing mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. breakfast. And yeah. uh, at that point, that's when there's a knock on the on the door, and these two detectives come in and they say, "We're investigating threats to Mrs. Dottie Hinkle, who is their next door neighbor, and she." is a divorced woman please help her and she has been has been getting these prank phone calls and these really dirty obscene letters that are like ran, ransom notes that say things like i'll get you pussy face <laughs> and uh <laughs> and just played by mink stole of course mink yeah. fucking stole who's in yeah. every john waters film mm-hmm. and it's just a treasure and mm-hmm. we discover uh, that the person that's been doing this is Beverly, because when everyone leaves and goes to school and goes to work, she decides to call up Dottie mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, uh, curse her out. And we're like, why is she doing this? And it's only later that we discover, as she leaves the house to go to a PTA meeting, that there's a little flat flashback, and we see that she has it against Dottie because she stole a parking spot that she wanted once. <laughs> So she's been Which, terrorizing this woman for, I don't know, weeks, months, I don't know, years? I don't know. But, like, this is still pretty restrained of her because later yeah. on she's actually killing people. And right now it's more yeah. just, like, prank calls and, you know, messing with her head. Uh, so, so she's, she's building up to this. Yeah, she's, she's trying, trying to keep, to it, keep it, all. it on the down low. And uh, These calls, though, they're so they're amazing. They're so amazing. They're just filthy. Isn't this 4215 pussy, pussy way. way. Let me check this zip code. 212 fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Motherfucker cocksucker. It's, it's like a scene from The Exorcist. It's it just is. like this weird. Reagan just, yeah. It's so great. And and of course, we see that Dottie is a bit on the hypocritical side, which is great. I love that touch mm-hmm. because right. she, because she's, <laughs> Be- Beverly calls and pretends to be a uh, phone operator. Mm-hmm. And she says, we see that you've been getting some obscene phone phone calls. What does this person say? And she's like, I don't use bad language. I can't say it. And then, she's like, <laughs> and then she persuades it out of her. And she goes, cocksucker. That's what she said. And then she's like, listen to your filthy mouth, you fucking whore. Right. <laughs> and then she goes, god damn you. <laughs> yeah, it's so the hypo- hypocrisy of it's the suburbs perfect. and everything, it's right? Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Because yeah. I don't trust people who don't curse or who say that they don't curse. Yeah. I, d- I don't trust them. I think they're sketchy. I don't right. like it. And I think Dottie's yeah. one of those people. And uh, so then Beverly goes to a PTA meeting for her son, mm-hmm. Chip. And her teacher, Mr. Stubbins, is mm-hmm. 
just this asshole because he has seen that Chip has drawn a poster for Blood Feast during class, and he mm-hmm. basically says, look, this is because your family is pretty fucked up. So is there something going on? Because this is not right. This is sickening and stuff, you know, because he likes horror films. This is gross and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, you. like, we're a very supportive family. And she's right. They really are. And so she gets mad. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, she runs him over with his with her car on the way out. It's great. And then like backs up over him again, isn't it? It's 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 amazing. While so this girl's smoking marijuana like uh, around there and yeah. sees it happen kind of sort of happen. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh so we're like 15 minutes in and we've had our first murder and it's hilarious. Yeah. And yeah. uh she she goes to the car wash and everything's fine, you know. And back at the house, Chip and his girlfriend Birdie and their friend Scotty are watching Blood Feast. And, of course, they're like, well, Scotty's disgusted. And um, Beverly has to come in and say, look, your teacher said that these movies are inter- interfering with, with your schoolwork. So you have to, you know, cut cut them out and stuff. And mm-hmm. But then she's like, hey, can we rewind that part where he rips out her tongue? <laughs> right, right. And they all settle down for a nice dinner of... The perfect yeah, meatloaf. It's kind of like she's just been like regurgitating the things her parents have told her over the years. Like, you know, like, yeah. oh, well, the horror movies are bad. So, but then while, of course, having this double life of like, you know, loving horror movies and killing people and everything. But it's just a fascinating, like, you know, uh, double, uh, yeah, just life there in general. Yeah, of, it's yeah. So great. Thinking, like, thinking you are one person while being someone completely different. I, it's, it's just really interesting. It's a very Martha Stewart thing, like we talked about, right? Like the like just oh yeah, uh, tr- presenting Definitely. yourself in this like perfect way, and I think generally thinking you are that person. I don't mm-hmm. think it's necessarily a facade. Like she thinks she is this person, right. but she just has this little secret and a little yeah. slip, as Tiffany would say, right? <laughs> just a little slip, just a little slip. <laughs> and, uh, so they're all having dinner, and all of a sudden their neighbor runs in and says oh my god turn on the tv you know this mm-hmm. teacher at your school's been murdered and yeah. on the tv they they show that you know mr stubbins has been killed and as the eyewitness they have the stoner miss hodges i believe is her name and uh and she's just like clearly this stoner chick who has no idea what she's talking about and the best yeah. line is when yeah. beverly just just goes oh look at her hair she just like, <laughs> That's the only thing she can say. (laughs) Right. And yeah, so then later on, her husband is a little traumatized, you know, because it's pretty shocking, you know. But Beverly's not really that traumatized. In fact, she's kind of feeling like she's in the mood. And and what we get is one of the strangest sex scenes (laughs) of all time. (laughs) It's so bizarre. (laughs) He's trying to make her be more quiet. And she just keeps going, oh, yeah, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and the kids come out, and they're like, oh, this is disgusting. And the, it's just like both of them, did, I don't even know how they're doing this. It's like this weird, yeah. it's like a trampoline. Like their pet turns <laughs> into a trampoline, and they're just going up and down. <laughs> it For straight people, it is some crazy sex, let me tell you. <laughs> It is uh, so funny. I mean, they're uh, still in the missionary position, though, so there's that. But it's yeah. it's very like 
yeah. it's acrobatic, you know? It little, is. It is. A little it's, bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next day, you know, they're trying to have their bird watching, and mm-hmm. oh, this damn guy calls about a tooth. And so, you know, her husband has to go in and fix the damn tooth, and she's really mm-hmm. upset about that. But she's even more upset about the fact that her neighbor is trying to throw out her trash and she's just spraying uh, trash everywhere, all on the street. She's disgusted. And so she grabs her pair of scissors and she's about to let her have it. But then she sees her friends, the trash men. And I just love that she's like best friends with the trash men. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And she gives them these two like airplane bottles of booze. And comes mm-hmm. out there, and she's like, "Here's my recycling," and yeah, <laughs> and they just kind of talk shit about uh, Mrs. Ackerman, Ackerman and how and yeah. how she just she doesn't recycle and, and <laughs> Beverly's like, "It takes a, a hundred years for a tin can to be decomposed," and she still won't yeah. recycle. And they're like, "They yeah. should, they should kill her, make yeah, her for little the sake of happy the planet. face <laughs> for the sake of the planet. Someone Somebody should kill her." Might. <laughs> so good. I feel like that was another thing in the 90s. Like, there was a bigger push for, like, recycling just in oh, general. Yeah, it's definitely. Like, it seemed like something that went away a little bit. But, mm-hmm. but at the time, like, everybody was – it was really was kind of like a crime if you didn't recycle. It was a big deal, it was just, yeah. yeah. A lot of – yeah. It was a big deal. Um, and then we discover that Misty's boyfriend, Chip no, – no, no, not mm-hmm. Chip. Wait. Is it Chip? Uh, no. No, that's the son. Um, uh, Carl, he has stood her up. And and she's really sad about that. So, yeah, she tracks him to the, the house – yeah, the, the swap me thing, right? Yes, and, because yeah, in the meantime, yeah. Beverly's gone to see Dottie Hinkle, mm-hmm. and she smashes a Fabergé egg of Mrs. Ackerman's and makes it look mm-hmm. like it was Dottie because she's discovered – Dottie's now discovered that Beverly's the one who's been calling her because she yeah. talks about Mrs. Ackerman's pussy willows. Pussy willows. <laughs> and – so that tr- triggers Dottie to be like, oh, I've heard that before. Yeah. And so she blames it on Dottie and says, let's go to the swap meet and get you a new one. Mm-hmm. And while they're there, because that's where Misty works. Yeah. Uh, they see that Carl is with this this tramp played by Tracy Lords. And yes, she's like, uh oh, yes. like I'm gonna show him. And so she grabs this fire poker <laughs> and yeah. just follows him into the bathroom and stabs him in the back. And his like liver, liver or spleen something. or something. Like, yeah, just it's just, it's just hanging in. It's it's gross, but it's really just it. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And like, everybody at the swap meet is obsessed with these Franklin mint like yeah. things too like it comes up like thing. 10 times like is this, is this like product placement or is it just something they just decided to do you know i collect I franklin mints yeah thing of... and uh but yeah that scene in the bathroom is it's gross but there's it's, a it's, guy it's really funny. Yeah. who's i guess uh, trolling for some d in yeah. the stall because he's next to yeah. a glory hole and he sees her in there yeah. so we know he's gonna come back later it's, too and then there's that little touch where like she sees the blood is like pulling up in the stall so she has to flush, has to flush it, it. Like, oh, <laughs> that's so better anal. I love it. <laughs> it's so good <laughs> and then of course she puts the fire poker back and mm-hmm. mrs ackerman sees the blood and she's yep. like, oh, my God. But at first she's like, Beverly, you you have some doo-doo on your shoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such a ridiculous line. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I, I hate that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's 
some gore was hanging there like a runny nose, that line. <laughs> hanging like a runny nose. <laughs> and uh, and everyone discovers that Carl's been killed. And yeah. Misty's like, oh, my God, he's dead. And Beverly's like, what's well, what you wanted, isn't it? And she's like, I didn't mm-hmm. want him dead, you know. And so now people are kind of starting to catch on. Like, there's something up with Bev. It's around this time. Like, they're in the video store and they're watching Straight Jacket. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, okay, this is starting to put two and two together here. Yeah. She leaves the house during dinner. Right. They think she's going to go kill, go kill uh, Scotty. Scotty, but she mm-hmm. doesn't. Right. Yeah. Yet. So they go and find him and discover mm-hmm. him masturbating to a Chesty Morgan film. <laughs> With that her scene. ginormous tits that are like monsters, I don't know how it's again, even the, the real. Sec, the, I mean, the like sex ish in the scene is very over the top and ridiculous <laughs> too, because he's just like. I'm like, are you gonna chap yourself? That doesn't look like fun. At I don't all. think people know how to have sex, and maybe he was trying to make a statement that like people don't seem to know how to have sex in this in these suburbs. They just Straight kind of people just do not have good sex. Is that what this no, is trying, trying to it's say? Very, car- very cartoonish, and yeah, it's like the whole bed's like like shaking i'm like are you <laughs> masturbating or get giving yourself an exorcism i don't understand yeah, c- calm down and, and and like there's like shit like falling off of his wall it's crazy <laughs> he's banging the bed so hard it's so ludicrous like, what are you doing <laughs> this is not how you do this <laughs> just not comfortable like <laughs> slow and steady um yeah. and and so they discover him masturbating which is really really funny and yeah. uh, in the meantime, Beverly's gone to that house and uh, mm-hmm. the Sterners, right? The Sterners? Yes, I believe so. And uh, and, <laughs> and so they're eating this bird. And for some reason, she flashes back to her bird watching and assumes that it's one of those birds. I don't know. And she's oh, like, that, how that dare you? That scene is so gross, too. Like, with them just, like, it's eating. like, the close-ups of see... the mouth and oh, the sound so sound effects. It's like... <laughs> Like, like oh, you don't God. see it very often in movies. Usually, like when they're no. eating like dinner, it's just like oh, a nice family dinner. But it's like yeah, this oh, is gross. Like this is how people actually like eat at Thanksgiving. Greasy. You know, it's gross. It's yeah. like just the grease on the mouth, and they're like yeah, putting their fingers in their mouth and like pulling out like chicken skin. It's just gross. Yep, getting and, uh, stuck in their teeth and gross. Yeah, and uh, and then they also say something like, "Well, what does Mister Sutphin know?" And then the mm-hmm. wife's mm-hmm. like, "How to send a bill?" And they're like, "Ha ha!" Mm-hmm. And Beverly is not thrilled. She's like, "How nope. dare you? My husband is an artist." And mm-hmm. she goes in there and stabs Betty with some scissors in the stomach. And then this rat starts like a rat in her box. leg. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure what that's about, but it's funny. I, I never really <laughs> got that. It's funny, but yeah. <laughs> and then he sees his wife dead and she tries to kill him with the scissors, but it doesn't work. So he runs outside and she yeah. pushes the air conditioning <laughs> unit. This is great. It's very <laughs> Wiley Coyote. Yeah. Roadrunner <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> the bedroom window and it hits him in the head and kills him. It's good. It's very cartoonish <laughs> and I love it. It's so great. And so they all come back home and Beverly has returned with strawberries for dessert making it mm-hmm. seem like she just went out to get strawberries. No yeah. big deal. So no they're like, deal. we were so silly to think our mom was a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chip, the only cereal I know anything about is Rice, Rice Krispies. Krispies. <laughs> but then they decide to go to church and by yeah. this point, everyone's on to, to them. The po- the police are, and there's like a line of police cars wrapped around the block. <laughs> and they're just oh, and I love trailing how, them to church. 
yeah, the husband like thinks that oh, maybe it must just be menopause. Like yeah. that must be what what's causing it. You know, it, it's it just menopause? It's, it's normal. <laughs> <laughs> so clueless. It's, it's great. But Chip is like, this is really cool. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. like, this is awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so they go to church, and for some reason, you know, like, well, everyone's you know staring because everybody mm-hmm. seems to know now. Yeah. And. <laughs> And then the sermon is about uh, capital punishment <laughs> and shit. <laughs> and the priest is basically just like, just go ahead and do it. Like, it's, it's, again, the hypocrisy of it all, right? It's yeah, so it's, fantastic. It's so great. And then Beverly has a little sneeze, and mm. and she sneezes, and like this awful piece of snot like flies out of her nose and hits a baby in the face. <laughs> <Babies>. <laughs> And the mother just screams. So everybody yeah, screams. Everybody I guess they nuts. think that she's like trying to kill somebody again. In church, yeah. And so her her friends, the garbage men, help her mm-hmm. escape. And yeah. then Birdie and Chip lo- load her into their car. And they're like, this is yeah. so cool. Like, I think you might need an agent. And she's like, what? You're bigger than, bigger than Freddie <laughs> or Jason, Jason now. now. Only you're a real person. Yeah. Only you're a real person. <laughs> and they take her to the video store where they work and hide her yeah. in the back, in the back room. Mm-hmm. There is a back room in their video store. <laughs> and Minneapolis, St. Paul. <laughs> And this horrible woman comes in who doesn't rewind her tapes Ugh, and wants to know if they have a copy of Annie. And she won't pay mm. the damn fee because she hasn't rewound her tapes. And Beverly is like, this woman is insufferable. She's next. Yeah, you know what I, what I said earlier? I take it back. She deserved everything she that totally she got. Does. <laughs> because she's such a bitch about it. Like, I'm not going to pay she that. Is. She's such a Karen. Like, she's all like, she's how dare you? And, a 90s Karen, for sure. <laughs> And so she leaves and they're all like, mom, mom. And then they realize that she's gone and they're like, oh, no, she's about to kill again. (laughs) And so they go through their Rolodex and discover where she where she lives. Her her name is Emily Jensen, I believe. (laughs) That name. (laughs) It's so great. And she's back at home and making her dog lick her toes and uh, watching Annie. Because Mama's yeah. watching Annie, <laughs> and she sings along to the main theme, which of course is terrible mm. because you know it's awful. And so that's another crime against her. And yeah. Beverly's like, "What am I going to do with this?" So she she sneaks in and picks up a knife, and and it's like, "No, I, that's just too unoriginal." <laughs> yeah. And at this point, yeah. Scotty has been trailing her since the church and is yeah. watching this. And he's like mm-hmm. looking into the window and stuff. Scotty, okay, this, okay, even though Scotty is maybe not the worst character, he yeah. he is nosy as fuck. And mm. if he would have just kept out of this, he would have been fine. Stopped. But yeah. he could have just. Yeah, there were multiple just, instances where he could have just this. Mind yeah, your own business and buckle up, mm-hmm. Scotty. Then she's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use this leg of lamb. And yeah. she picks it up and just beats her in the head with it. <laughs> To the tune. Perfectly choreographed, yes, with Tomorrow. (laughs) It is amazing. Like, that's just waiting to be musicalized, right? It It, might be one of the best death scenes of all time. I'm just going to put it out there. And she notices that Scotty is watching, and she's like, oh, you should not have done that. And then she grabs the knife, but not before rewinding the tape and leaving the leg of lamb for the dog to eat, you know, because she likes her animals, which is good. So she chases after him in heels with a knife, and um, and he gets in a car, 
and drives away. So she has to <laughs> she has to steal a car. She steals this van from from this guy, <laughs> and she runs up and and she just says, "Out, please." <laughs> Yes. He's so nice so about good. it. And he's like, yes, yeah. ma'am, bye. And he gets out <laughs> and she steals this van. And as I said before, you know, they pass her family. Mm-hmm. And so they see that they're going downtown. So they're like, okay, well, I guess we have to track them down. And they go to this club called Hammerjacks where there's yeah. um a, a band called Camel Lips or something. That <laughs> because band. they have camel yeah. toes. <laughs> It's, yeah, this is, of course is right, toes. right during like the the grunge movement that's yeah. taken off around the United States, and they're very much in that scene, the very pussy riot kind of uh, so great. girl group scene. It's it's great, and yeah. so they all head there, and the and the cops trail them too, and mm-hmm. Scotty tries to hide hide backstage, which doesn't go well, and so it's great that like everybody. Like, hits, hits him <laughs> yeah everybody in the audience is like they kind of know who she, who she is already like yeah. she kind of already has a following and they're like she yeah does. this is awesome she's at our concert this is this is amazing and so she sets scotty on fire with like a, a can of aerosol and a lighter yeah. use ultra clutch faithfully right <laughs> <laughs> faithfully and, uh, and he is set on fire and everyone's like yay serial mom serial mom yeah, and of course so like cool. her family's horrified and there's like oh my god this is so bad and they treat her like a pet by this point it's like oh this rabid dog that oh, no. like we tried to lock up but you know she got out what are you gonna do you know? <laughs> so the the cops come and they arrest her yeah. And then it fades to black, and it's a few months later, and she's mm-hmm. about to be put on trial. You and know, usually I hate courtroom scenes, I do but these too, are amazing. But these you are know, so this... good. A courtroom <laughs> so good. drama is the easiest way for me to be like, and I'm out. Yeah. But this, oh my god, best courtroom movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like a good like 30 minutes of the film is courtroom scenes. But it's a they're good chunk so of it. good. Yeah. They're so good. Because she has hilarious. to like convince all of the people who all the witnesses that they were like uh not fit to be witnesses yeah. essentially and it's she so does great it, you know? it's... because once again she's pointing out the hypocrisy of all these people yeah and saying like you know you're not really perfect either so fuck mm-hmm. you and you know so you have like Dottie hinkle on the stage on the on mm-hmm. the stage on the stand what the fuck am i ta- talking about the on world's the, a stage um and, <laughs> and so she <laughs> She's, you know, saying everything about the letters and the phone calls. And Beverly's like, I'm going to cross-examine her. When I was there, you seemed to be drinking. And she's like, one beer at lunch is hardly a drink. And so she's like, well, so so you said you don't drink. So that means you're lying. And she's like, no, I didn't, you bitch. And she just keeps riling her up to the point where she just starts cussing her out. And it's like, you motherfucker, cocksucker. And like they have to drag her out because she's just cussing so much. It's brilliant. Yeah, she has all these little like under her breath remarks that just rile her up so much. It's so good. Like, did did you see that? She just said fuck you to me. And she's like, what? No, I didn't. (laughs) Nobody saw it, of course. (laughs) Because nobody saw it. (laughs) So there is one witness that bit the dust. And and then with Mrs. Ackerman, you know, she talks about like, oh, she stole my fire poker and there was gore on it. It was hanging there like a mm-hmm. runny nose. Yeah, and that line. she's like, and then she finally gets her by being like, Mrs. Ackerman, do you recycle? And she says, no. And everybody Everyone's goes, just, oh! <gasps> like, it's like the biggest shock of, of, of the day. 
Like, that's the biggest scandal, yeah. Like, that's what she should be on trial for. Like, like, there was probably a trial right after this for that, because... (laughs) And so now, another one bites the dust. And then you have the stoner, Mrs. Hodges, and she's Mm -hmm. clearly baked out of her mind. And it's just like, (laughs) I saw a car, it was blue. You know, like... yeah. Blue. She's <laughs> not a reliable witness. Nothing go, no. going on. <laughs> no. So she doesn't work out well either. Nope. And uh, then you have the police detective, and you know he's just going oh. on and on. <laughs> yeah. And then her friends, the garbage men, have garbage gone through his <laughs> trash, and Beverly's like, "So if we were to look through your trash, what would we find?" And he's like, "Ladies' mm-hmm. Home Journal for my wife, and you know stuff like that." And she's like, "Well." I discovered something that you have called chicks with dicks. <laughs> and he's like, damn you. I hope they give you the gas chamber and all this stuff. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Once again, the, the hypocrisy of it all, right? Exactly. Like, you know, exactly. He tries to present himself as this like perfect family man. And, but no, you, uh, he's you don't have a little, little, little kink there. Yeah. You know? He's looking um, at his porn. And, uh, yeah. and, and so... Um, and I think that's all the witnesses, right? And then it's just sort of pr- uh, proven that, like, you know. Well, there's the there's the one where um the other detective, I think, where she's like opening her legs really fast. Oh and no, just the to uh, the to... pervert guy, the pervert yes, guy yeah, in the yes, stall. I forgot yeah, about right. him. Yeah. Right. yeah. And what she does to distract him is to, <laughs> to bend down and open up her legs and show yeah her panties <laughs> right just flapping them up and down yeah. he gets so distracted that he's just like i didn't see anything i made it all yeah. up and they're like oh great you know so right, right now really serial moms do an okie dokie and in, she's a pretty good in, uh, lawyer like she yeah. uh, she probably this could have been her like second career and mm-hmm. maybe it is after this who knows oh yeah. god that'd be a great show that's the oh, sequel god. yeah oh please god it's not it's not too late it's not too late yeah no. And uh, in in the meantime, uh, Chip and Misty have been making some bank on some serial mom merchandise. This and she's great. become yeah. very popular. Right. And this is um, very uh, consumerism at its best here, right? And one Capitalism. Of the and, yeah. Scenes though is when um, Carl's brother comes up to Chip, and he's on the phone with yeah. his agent. And uh, Chip is like, "So your mom murdered my brother," and he punches him. And then he's yeah. like, it's cool, man. It's cool. Like, have you thought about cashing in on this? And he's like, what? Right. And he's like, I mean, you could, like, make a TV movie about this. And he's like, I always thought I could be played by Jason Priestley and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so now he's on board. <laughs> and now they're making a TV movie. And it's it's going to happen. And it's starring, starring Suzanne Somers, Somers. Who comes oh. in. And she's hilarious in this. And she's she only gets like five minutes, but she but sells she it. She makes like, the most of it because she's just yeah. like walking into the courtroom and distracting everybody. And yeah. like e- even the judges is like, "I loved you on Three's Company." And right, she's so playing funny. like a heightened version of herself, essentially. <laughs> like it's it's great. It's so good because she's she's, she's a method like, actress, right? Yeah. Like, and she's you know outside the courtroom talking to the press like, "I want to give." Mm-hmm. Beverly, the feminist treatment she deserves. She is a yeah. feminist heroine. And I'm like, I have seen that so many times when actresses have tried to like explain why they're oh, doing yeah. these roles and shit. It's so funny. It's so spot yeah, like on. I could, I could see Meryl Streep just like preparing yeah. for a role like this, yeah. you know, it's just following so them funny. around all day and being like, oh, I understand why you made that choice you did. <laughs> so like, truthful. I, because I too would make that choice if I were in that situation. <laughs> so great. Oh. And, um, um, also, during this whole thing, 
Beverly has been a little distracted by a certain mm-hmm. juror who is wearing white shoes after Labor Day. And she's mm. just not having it. Like, she's really bugged by this whole thing. The horror. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, the jury decides Beverly is totally innocent. <laughs> um, <laughs> again, it's the OJ trial, right? It's it's. <laughs> and so she's coming home, and yeah. uh, and the family's like, so what? Do, what do we do? Like, and Missy now has a new boyfriend that she met, who's like a paparazzi photographer or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he and he's and he's like, what do I do? And she's like, just don't make her mad. And they're like, okay, right. cool. And so she goes and she follows the juror with the white shoes because she mm-hmm. has a bone to pick with her. Who is Patty Hearst, right? Patty fucking Hearst. Yes. <laughs> so random. <laughs> and she follows her to the pay pay phones and, and is like, hey, um, you can't wear white shoes after Labor Day. And she's like, that's not right. true anymore. And she's like, yes, it is. Didn't your mother ever tell you? And hits her in the head with the phone. And she says, fashion no, has please. Changed. Fashion has changed. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. <laughs> so she beats this woman to death with a payphone. It's so great. <laughs> and she goes and she is taking pictures with Suzanne Summers. And yeah. then someone comes in and screams because they've just discovered the body. <laughs> Right. And and um Suzanne is trying to get her on another side yeah. of the shot and she's yeah. like no, no, no. And then finally she's like Suzanne Summers, this is my bad side. <laughs> and then we hear this scream and Suzanne just slowly turns and is like oh no. <laughs> yeah, she's realizing what the fuck did I just get into? <laughs> And then it's just a freeze frame on Beverly smiling and it's mm-hmm. <laughs> all this mm-hmm. stuff about, you know, this uh, phony, like, true crime stuff. Right. And it, You get and, the sense that this is just going to keep going yeah. and uh, maybe there'll be another trial, but maybe she'll just keep getting away with it. And it it's, is it's, it's great. a heavenly film. It's great. Good to the last drop. Uh, it is. <laughs> and then the end credits come on to the tune of Daybreak by Barry Manilow. <laughs> Yeah. Because <laughs> apparently Beverly's a big fan of Barry Manilow. The Manilow. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, she's, she's a fan of Low, right? <laughs> <sighs> oh, it's, God. What movie. a movie. Yeah. It's. I don't it's trust you bit, if you don't uh, like it. I don't trust you. No, it's got a little bit of everything. Um, it does. Kathleen Turner was robbed of an Oscar nomination. Just putting it oh, out there. Oh, she was. Yeah, she should have got at least something for this. Some, I mean, like a Golden Globe, on. People's Choice, yeah. something. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such great, a great like, performance. It is very, as they would say, hag exploitation. Even though she wasn't really old, you know. But no, uh, no. it's so good. Yeah, it walks a really fine line between like horror and um, just pure camp, uh, mm-hmm. because there are a couple moments that are like it leans a little bit more into it anyway than yeah. into the horror aspect. Yeah, and it just it feels. Yeah, like we said, very formative for a lot of the um, stuff with the media and everything else and how they obsess over these these crimes and uh, these the, the, the criminals end up becoming more important than the victims. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, they become and, the uh, celebrities. It's they become the celebrities and the stars, and it, yeah. it's 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 gross. Um, in this case, it's really yeah. funny, but yeah. in in real life, it's because uh, this is kind of lampooning that. And it's it, and the reality is that usually in real life, it's a white like thirty year old guy, right? Yeah, so to, yeah. to have this be like this mom is just ridiculous, but also like hilarious as yeah, a result. Maybe there um, was some inspiration from Lorena Bobbitt in the sense that like when she did commit her been. crime, a lot of people were like, Well, I mean, he had it coming. 
That's true. <laughs> so, there, like, yeah, people there did try to like defend it a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe that was sort of some of the impetus for this. I don't know. It could be. It could be. Yeah, it just seemed like the '90s in general was just like a series of these like weird tabloid stories that suddenly mm-hmm. would become national attention. You can see like like something like this, a serial mom like just that would be in if this actually happened of course it would be in the the news and everything oh God, else yeah. and uh but yeah it's it's a really good uh john waters flick um i'd say his best Definitely. he's got some goodies so it's mm-hmm. a, it's good to go back to it it's always a treat it's one of those movies i never get tired of yeah i don't watch it very often but when i do i'm like i should watch this more often because it's, it's really enjoyable well um, i i watched it so much when i was in like third or fourth grade like i think i mm-hmm. watched it like twice a week so it's so I basically know it by heart now. And uh I would always see the cover and be like, Oh, this is like a horror movie and then when I finally did watch it, I was like, Oh, this is not a horror Definitely movie. Not a horror movie no. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I remember when it came out and I don't think it played in theaters for long. I don't even know if it played here, to be completely honest. I don't think it played here, yeah. But I remember my mom's friend renting it and being like that was one of the worst movies i've ever seen in my life and i was like (laughs) well now i have to see it and i was like um i believe you're mistaken (laughs) ma'am this is one of the best movies ever made and you should be ashamed of yourself yeah it's fantastic this movie's so good we don't deserve john waters we just don't we don't um because like when visionary when you think about it like with most directors and writers, there there's at least a few of their films that I'm like, that wasn't great. You know, like I love Wes Craven and John Carpenter and people like that, but th- they've made some yeah. some duds. Mm-hmm. But John Waters has never really made a dud. He's made some that are better than others, but all of his films, there's something to like about them. They're very distinct. Yeah, um, they exist. I don't like. I, I sometimes I'm always like, is he trying to say something here? Or is he just being mm-hmm. campy for the sake of being campy? Mm-hmm. Which is fine in itself because especially in like the 70s you just didn't see that a lot in general oh, like God, just going no, yeah. to these extremes that he went to yeah. and i think you have to respect him to that for that like i'm not as big on his earlier films but i understand like i respect yeah. them for what he was trying to go for i'm not big on like pink flamingos that much yeah like like yeah. to me that does feel like a director who is just trying to kind of break out there by being like super ridiculous right just be like let's just make a film stuff, that's but... so ridiculous but there's such a good spirit to even that film that i'm like sure. i mean it's still sure. enjoyable ish but yeah, i think really yeah. female trouble was the first one where i was like wow okay this is really Meant really this, funny yeah. and yeah, uh sure. and that's actually trying trying to say some of the same things that this film is because you have that's true that's the true. divine character in that who becomes a murderer and then becomes mm-hmm. a celebrity and stuff like that yeah usually he has pretty strong women in his films as well mm-hmm. um it's which is always always appreciated right because oh uh, yeah even now you don't see it as much as or complex women even i guess would be a better word especially in this yeah. case you know she's uh she's got layers and she we love that right? layers she does mm-hmm. so this probably won't be the only john waters movie we cover but we'll see. i hope not no there's so yeah, many there's plenty plenty out there in the meantime you know thanks for uh tuning in to our one of our special camp episodes here. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find us on social media as always at Homos and Haunted Hill on Instagram and on Facebook and Twitter at H O H H Podcast. You can find us on Letterboxd and uh, our, our individual accounts on Facebook if you want to add us. Um, uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Please be nice. I think that's everywhere we are. We're everywhere. 
that podcasts are conjured as always. <laughs> um, I guess we'll keep you up to date with the next one's going to be. We didn't end up doing one for October. We had a plan. We didn't get around to it, but we'll try to keep it going here once a month ish. Um, do our best with that. Otherwise, you know, um, go hug your mom. Yeah. Um, if she's still with us, of course, go, go. Give or her not. Because, uh, I mean, you can just or, dig her up and or dig her up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Norman Bates, right? There might be a law against that, but it did work well for Norman. I mean, he's... It, I, he, well, I don't know if it works well. I mean, I, I mean it, it... I don't know. <laughs> it would have been all right if it hadn't been for Psycho too. He would have been totally normal again, but no. For no. those darn kids in the... Oh, yeah, man. Meg Tilly. In her. Damn it, Meg Tilly. Meg I love you, Meg. Universe, okay, everybody, <laughs> y'all have to watch Meg Tilly's web show. It is so delightful. She I want to check it out. a bundle of love and light. And I love I her. I just watched, what did I watch the other day? I watched The Big Chill, and I forgot that she's in that. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, this really, like, extortionist, like, um, not extortionist. What's <laughs> what the word called? We're, like, they're really, like, uh, bendy. Oh, it's not extortionist. Ex- what, what, what is the word for that? <laughs> Do you know oh, what I'm talking about? Um, uh, oh, shit. I just had it in my head. Um, egg, egg, uh, it's something like that, right? <laughs> It's not extortionist. <laughs> I know it's not extortionist. Um, um, oh shit. Um, uh, oh, no, um, yeah, it's something I, I, that's it's, not extortionist, it's but it's close. Exhibitionist, but it's, it's not that. Not either. exhibitionist. I don't know. It's, 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 um, uh, uh, who knows? We'll remember it after this. Oh, yeah. I, oh my god, it's like it's like someone that does like a trapeze, like a um, yes, yes, bendy person. Uh, very, uh, oh my bendy. god, we're never gonna live this down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Um, uh, c- oh, contortionist, 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 contortionist. Okay, wow, <laughs> that's not that far off from extortionist. It's I guess. so close. It is so uh, close. Contortionist. Yeah. Contortionist. She. Okay. So in the movie, she's basically in a, 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 a contortionist. <laughs> I can't even say it. I give up. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, no. Okay, well, on that note, I think we'll let you go, folks. Bye. Bye.